Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 90. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions. My name is Brian Oski. I'm Austin Morales. I'm Joseph Lambert. I'm David Baron. All right, we have uh, Nerd Sloth here with us this week. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, yeah. Yeah, and we'll jump into your uh, all, all of your intros in, in the next segment. So, Also, we have uh, Brittany Johnson coming on with us for a little uh, special guest interview with her. If you don't know who she is, she is uh, the face of Angel from Borderlands. So thank you, Brittany, for coming on. And this week, we're going to talk about Batman Telltale Episode 1, ReCore, Dungeon Souls, Fallout 4, Nuka World, and... Well, that's about it. We skipped news, so yeah, yeah we don't have any game release. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. So cool and good music. Welcome to the Gamer. Today we have lots of special guests, but first up. For the next couple segments, we have some guys from NerdSloth. We have Joe and David. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Hi. We've been trying to get you on the show for like decades now. <laughs> it was like two days. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the decade. <laughs> a little Feels like, know, it. Yeah. like well, one day is uh, 10 years. So, yeah. And then the two days is... 20 years and so on and so forth. So, yeah. You lost yeah. me. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> we need Devin here to be like, the fuck, Brett? Yeah. I know. Give me the finger in the face. Yeah. You know, <laughs> middle finger to the face. Uh, so, yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about you guys and your, your podcast network and all that good stuff. Oh, man. I hate this part because <laughs> we've been going for a couple of years now. We didn't used to be Nerd South. We used to be BS Excluded. For anybody who remembers that, um, please forget it. And remember <laughs> NerdSloth, because that's where we are now. We have all kinds of nerdy... We're at NerdSloth.com. We're all kinds of nerdy podcasts and some video stuff, some game stuff. I mean, we've done... We've been all over the board. Uh, our shows right now are our movie podcast and our uh, Saturday morning cartoon podcast. And anything else, David? Uh Intermediate, intermediately, uh, Nerds on Tap, which is right, just right. nerdy talk with beer and we also added uh, board games, which is by another friend of ours. Oh, who board nerds! Re- yeah, board nerds. That's what it nice. is. Who reviews board games, and he does a great job doing it. It's seriously really funny videos, so you should check that out. It's on our YouTube page. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. and we just connected with you guys because I guess I mean I know Devin from a long time ago, uh, and we were kind of more associates than we were like close friends. Yeah, but we just kind of. Uh, I saw that he was in a podcast. He's been wanting to jump on one of ours. So that was just kind of our common bond. So here we are. Awesome. Yep. Here we are. And it's uh, funny how things come together like this. Yes. I mean, we love video games. You guys talk about video games all the time. So it makes sense. We used to talk more nerdy stuff when we had a random segment, but dropped yeah. it. Well, after Game of Thrones ended, we're just like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> because Game of basically just the Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, Game yeah of Thrones. literally. <laughs> well, Devin would literally like go through the whole like uh, episode and just hash out all of the main points that happened, and we just discuss and <laughs> make predictions. It's a hardcore breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., though, which is fantastic. You know what? I, I love that show. have not watched that show and have no intention to. There's just too much on TV. I know. There is way too, too much. much to Stranger watch. Things is better. Stranger it, Things I mean, Stranger better. Things is good. Um, anyway, this is a random segment. <laughs> real, real quick, I want to announce a special event that we're putting on. 
And uh, since we have Nerdsloth here, it's a very good time to talk about this. We are going to be doing a inner gamer slash Nerdsloth meetup, um, which is going to be really cool. So they're going to be joining us, and we'll be there. It's going to be at Community Brewery. So it's September 30th. You guys should all come out and hang out with us. And whether you're Nerdsloth fans or the inner gamer fans or, or both you, fans. Or, or you're just a fan of beer. Or you just love drinking. Yeah. It's perfect. So come join us and check that out. We have a Facebook page up on our inner gamer page. And uh, yeah, go follow the event and join us there. Anyway, video games. Video games. I finished Batman Telltale Episode 1. How was it? I've been wanting to play that, but I was curious. So I know Brett, initially, I don't know if you talked about it on the podcast, you said you didn't like it. Yes, when I first started it, I didn't like it. It was yeah. very slow. Mm-hmm. It was very boring. It got better at the end, as yeah. you had said, which was good. Um, it very much centers around Bruce Wayne. You play Bruce Wayne probably 80% of this, and then Batman 20% which I thought was a really interesting shift for a Batman game. Well, since it's chapter one, I would think this is kind of the way to get into that world. Yeah. Starting as Bruce Wayne. I think so. And it was, it's real, it's a really good setup. They set up the, um, Harvey Dent. You get to see him, uh, Vicky Vale, right? I think mm-hmm. Yeah. Vicky Vale's in there. Um, you got, uh, you got Cobblepot, Cobblepot Catwoman, um, a lot of different characters that show up in there. Very dark and you just kind of get to see the side of bruce wayne that you never ever see um and then he's a really good guy do you like um, how at the end they really tied in the bruce wayne to the batman thing like yes the whole identity mm-hmm. oh, so good. yeah it was really nice so good. i need to play it i i want to it yeah. is slow and the pacing is not the best how does it compare to wolf among us if you've got i have not played that i think wolf among us was better Okay. Because, okay, so Wolf Among Us, they had some investigatory, investigatory kind of things <laughs> that you do in that one where you like, you know, English. you are the, uh, the sheriff or whatever the town. So you go around and like identify different things. This one, they try to take that a step further by having you, when you enter like a crime scene area, you go from place to place, you click on the object, you see what it is. And then after you do that and unveil things, you have to piece together and link components of the crime scene and say, this relates to this and then you determine a resolution about what happened based on those two comparisons. Um, they were really simple. They were trying to be, I think puzzly and they weren't. Why is there a bug there? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was, it, I didn't really like that mechanic too much. I mean, it was all right. It just didn't add anything to the game necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think Wolf among us so far has been a lot more engaged, engaging okay. from like the onset and I just think the world was really well developed there. But this this is good. I mean, it's it's just cool seeing Batman from a different light. Um, I've never seen Batman from this perspective. For me, I think it would be like uh, if I had like if I was playing the Batman world and seeing all these characters, I think it would just be really exciting to uh, I'd be like, oh, my God, it's this person. Oh, my God, it's this person. It's like when I was watching Gotham, like anytime they would have any kind of cameos, I would be super excited about it. So I think just being so familiar with the the world of Gotham City, it would be something that would help me even on the onset, even if it is slow paced at first. Right. Because you say it does pick up towards the end of at least the first chapter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the next chapter comes out on Tuesday when this podcast drops. So that'll be interesting to see how it how they carry it through with the next one because it looks like there's gonna be a lot of um controversy and stuff going down yeah um cool i mean yeah. it is really slow 
on some points, I'm just like, man, I'm surprised this is still going. Like, I thought we'd be done by now. And it's, I mean, if you take it, like, like I said before, like, you know, you have all these really awesome action Batman games where you mm. get to, like, be Batman, you're powerful, and it's quick and fast-paced, and you go to this where it's like, very story-driven. Like, it is different, you know? That That's sort of kind of the brilliance behind it, though, because, I mean, there's already too much of Batman as Batman games or just Batman in general games. Mm -hmm. And Batman is known, is literally taglined as the world's greatest detective. He's from detective comics. Yeah. You know, he's supposed to be like a detective in his own right. And obviously Bruce Wayne is supposed to be him. You know, it's the same person. So it makes sense that, you know, he, he's investigating constantly and, and looking at things under a different light. It's unfortunate that it does take so long to pick up, but that's sort of what made the Arkham games the, in the beginning sort of brilliant where it was just like, oh, here's this trail of, uh, of uh, Gordon's freaking uh, uh, pipe tobacco. No, let me follow it. And, and it's all oh, this yeah. whole shit. Yeah. And so... That was cool before you got into like the immense combat uh, aspects of it. Maybe they'll, you know, Telltale Games is known for making like the best versions of these uh, episodic uh, games. So right. maybe they'll pick it up, you know, from uh, two onward. Not to mention that, is it also very driven like all the other Telltale games where it's just like, you'll remember that or you should have done this differently. Does yeah. it say that stuff? It does say that. And what what's interesting so far is I haven't seen how those decisions affect me yet. So I'll be yeah. curious. And there is some moments where I was like, you you say there's like three options. And you are you are Bruce Wayne, so you're the a public facing figure. So the things that you say not only affect one person per se, but they're gonna affect and affect the entire way Gotham views you based yeah. on things, decisions that you make. And some of these decisions were so similar. And you have like five seconds to pick one. And I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. I don't know if like this is how I feel. But then like people <laughs> it's like, like you use child labor. It's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's it's like, like, I like, do like money. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be really cool to see how they bring those decisions in later. Because none of them have shown the, the repercussions yet necessarily. Yeah. So, so, so it's not very black and white. Like there's a lot of gray in the decisions that you can make. There's also a lot of gray in the game too. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, there is. There is I, I mean, I think there are some that are black and white. It's okay. just kind of like I don't know. For me, like playing games, you know, <laughs> the child labor one is death. Yeah, <laughs> you kind you kind of think. I mean, I think you kind of see where they're going with some of these choices, okay. like already. Because if you played a lot of games and you kind of know how stories are in video games, like there's always so much you can do. And, yeah, yeah. You know, doing a story that's supposed to have one ending but multiple paths to get there, like. I mean, it's just you kind of see where it's just gonna, yeah, lead you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah. I don't know. It'll never be like um, uh, old Repu Knights of the Old Republic. Well, was it the first one? Yeah, where it's just like you owe your life to me. Kill him. That stupid oh, Wookiee thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do not remember that, but it sounds you awesome. Don't yeah, oh, I played the shit out of that game, but I don't remember. Yeah, that. Where you like uh, the, the your Wookiee companions is indebted to you yeah so if you for whatever reason like go like the good route the long time and then, then at the last moment it literally gives you that option of you owe your life to me <laughs> he's just like okay i will i guess <laughs> reluctantly yeah a life death to so, life death <laughs> yeah. so 
My I can goodness. only imagine. It'd be cool they flesh that out where it's like the Wookiee's like, yeah, but I don't want to do this. <laughs> it's like internal monologue of the Wookiee. He's yeah. like, but yeah. should I? It's killing right. Like he goes, <laughs> what about child labor? <laughs> Those uh, are down. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's all I got about Batman. So I'll, we'll have a follow up once uh, the second episode comes out, see how it, how it transitions. Yeah, but, we'll take it episode by episode. Um, David, I'd like to actually, instead of going to the other one that Austin's going to talk about, let's let's bring in some talk on Recore here. I want to hear about let's Recore. So Recore was done by, um, what's his name, who made uh, Mega Man? Ifune? Oh, gosh. I think his name. But, uh, I mean, he made a game earlier uh, this year called uh, Mighty Number no. 9, which, if anybody knows anything about it, kind of went the wrong route. It was... right. It was too much of a um, Mega Man clone. It was a Kickstarter game. And then even then, it, it wasn't just polished as well as it could have been. And it was just already too many delay holdbacks. But ReCore was announced, I think, last year with little to nothing of announcement since. And then a small trailer again on E3 right before. And then nothing again for like till its release. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, it's out. Go buy it. And this is also the start of Xbox's Play Anywhere thing. So if you buy the digital version, you also have you have the Xbox One version and you have the PC version. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and they're, like, trying to push. The, uh, hopefully they'll fix it because right now it's only exclusive to the Windows Live, like the Windows Store version of the games. Maybe eventually they'll go into, like, you get the Xbox version and a Steam version because the Windows Store, nah. Anyway, it's going into the actual game itself. What's brilliant about it is that it is still uh, got platforming aspects that you would expect from, you know, a Mega Man-esque guy who, you know, trailblazed the, 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 that style of gaming. And also that sort of replicate enemy damage abilities like you handle these robots that all of them are unique to whatever you know the environment requires of them but you can also change the damage aspects of them so like very much like mega man you kill what's his name um ice man and then you get his ice powers and then you, you, oh, cool. you like yeah you you constantly uh change like your your powers just a little bit to reflect whatever the environment or the enemies um, uh, weaknesses are, but what's brilliant about it is that it's actually kind of challenging. Like it's challenging in the aspect that it's still a platformer and the respects that you would feel a 2d game would be, but it's in full 3d giant sandbox style of a game. Um, and the platforming aspect is very smooth, but the actual combat aspect is constantly on your toes. It's just like a back and forth of dodge, 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 roll, and all this other stuff, and like try to really um, handle the situation as it comes through. Like if you've played any of the games, the more recent um, indie games that are that have these absurd bosses that do uh, like damage in every little area except for that small little space that you have to be in order to avoid the damage. It's like, identical to that, but in a giant 3D space. Like Fury. Fury like is Fury. one of those games. Yeah, Fury is definitely one of those games. Fury is a beautiful game also, by the way. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if you guys have played Fury. It's very identical to that. Yeah, little bit, I play a little bit of it. Devin played a lot more. Yeah. Like, it, uh, it, was, you know, it was too hard for me. <laughs> yeah. You know how their boss fights, you get uh, they get in the middle, and they're just like, you're in those small little spaces where their attacks are in the blind spots. That's what a lot of the, the fights turn into. Like they start off small and they gradually get bigger and bigger and bigger and then and it feels very satisfying as you start being that like super powerful person avoiding all the damage, doing damage to them in, in that aspect. I mean, it's not too long. Luckily, um, Microsoft released it at forty dollars, and you can still get it even cheaper on Amazon right now for like the next two weeks for thirty dollars. Mm. Um, That's nice. Yeah, but. It's. I think it turns out to be like eight hours, eight to ten hours. So it's not that that long, but it, okay. It's a great surprise of a game, that's for sure. Like, nobody- yeah, I remember watching some of the gameplay. I I really didn't like what I was seeing. Um, the initial trailer was awesome. I was like, okay, here's like you know, this is girl like tech tech girl post apocalyptic something or another with robots running around, kind of yeah, like, like Horizon Zero Dawn except desert and. Yeah, more futury, I guess. And she has a robot dog, yeah. much like Mega Man. Yeah, my fear was it was going to turn into Knack. I was like, is this mm, going to be yeah, Microsoft's I seen that. Knack? Because that's basically what it showed off in its first trailer. But it's not that at all. Thank God it's not that at all. How much of this um, game have you played? Uh, I still haven't beaten it. I've only played maybe about four hours. I'm about oh, four good, hours yeah. in. I mean, so... But, I mean, how would you, I mean, would you recommend people play this game? Because I've read a lot of reviews and the reviews have been kind of not so hot. Like they're like, it's a, it's an okay game, but nothing. Exactly. It's a mixed bag, but also it's sort of that thing where it's just like, okay, when it comes to hype, it had no hype whatsoever. So that's the surprise about it. Yeah. Now look at a game that has too much hype via no man's sky and it's just like well what the shit is this like this <laughs> and it's uh, just like th- nobody's talking about this game but it, it's actually you know this is the game that mighty number no. nine should have been Mighty number no. nine is another game that had too much hype mm-hmm. and was all was just such a letdown okay and then and then this game has has had no hype whatsoever no talk whatsoever and it's actually like very pleasing very enjoying to, uh, very enjoyable to play so, I mean, definitely at its at the thirty dollar price range, I definitely recommend it. Um, thirty and lower, but like this is not a fifty dollar game, and they were smart to not price it that. Right. Price. That that was my fear because I didn't know what the pricing was going to be um, to actually last podcast, and then I was like, okay, well, hopefully it's a sixty dollar game for only forty bucks. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if eight dollar eight hours of gameplay is worth forty dollars. It's all relative to you know people yeah. who play games. You know, yeah. like Portal Two, for example. Portal Two was beaten. People can beat it in four hours. People can beat it, and so. But for me, that game was definitely worth sixty bucks. I, I would have bought it again. I loved it so much. But I'm a story guy, right. so that game was just so rich in story that I enjoyed it for what it was. And people who were like, I'm an hours guy, you know, I didn't get my 30 hours or more. <laughs> this is not worth guy. 60 bucks. Yeah, because some people are like, what? This game's worth two, like, this game has 200 plus hours. This is totally worth $60. Oh my God. But they never play 200 hours, no, let alone yeah. like the game. 
Yeah. You know, so it's just like... Yeah, it's all some, relative to me. It's just there's so many factors to make a good game. Like, The Witcher exactly. DLC, like, $10 oh, for 10 hours, and you got Wh- so much. Well, Witcher is a game of another, like, that is still game of the year for this year also. Like, no, that is yeah. the best game, you know, released, as far as I know, within the decade. Yeah. It's just fantastic so i still need to play it i still have not played that you, game you can you can skip you could definitely skip one do uh-huh. not play one it's just yeah. so janky and buggy yeah. and the combat is just awful i mean i would even say skip two <laughs> you skip can two. skip two also but it's <laughs> okay. it's, it's got Read good <laughs> like choices it's another multiple choice game where it's just like your, yeah. your actions have consequences type deal. Always choose C. Okay. Always, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Always choose let's battle or always choose <laughs> like, something you want to cool. kiss. Yeah. yeah those yeah. are always my choices anyway. Whether it yeah. be man or woman. Let's fight. Exactly. Let's kiss. Yeah. That's like the first person you talk to. You're like, do you want to kiss? So, That's awesome. Yeah, but that is an amazing game. Very cool. So, Recore, uh, we always tell people dig, delay, or ditch. So, do you dig it? You should get it. Delay it. Or not play it. Obviously, it sounds like it's one of the first two. Um, I definitely dig it. So cool. Buy it within the thirty dollars range, and then wait for it on sale, or hope for hope that it comes out on Steam because it probably will. It likely will. You know, Quantum Break. Quantum Break is coming out on Steam. It originally came oh. out on uh, Windows Live. Ha ha! ha. And Microsoft. Now yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, we, re- we did release it on PC, guys. Check it out. And then everybody's on Steam like, where the fuck is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find it. They're like, no, no, it's on a Windows uh, Store. And then everybody's like, fuck this guy. Then it's not on PC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it might as well not be. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. They need to learn. Awesome. Well, definitely going to check that one out. Maybe now yeah. that it's out on PC and all that good stuff. Um yeah. Joe, you've been playing a, another game, an indie game. Tell us about this game. Yeah, man. I love these indie games, especially rogue-type games, because the less time I get, the m- be- the more I like games that I can just jump in, have a session, and get out without feeling like, oh, I didn't complete this quest. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Not that I don't love those games. I just don't have time for really in-depth RPGs anymore, at the moment anyway. So what I've been playing is Dungeon Souls, and this was this is new to me. I think it it's in early access still, but it's a rogue type game, kind of like if you've ever played um, uh, Enter the Gungeon or even Binding of Isaac, things like that. Of course, the progenitor of them all. Then uh, this is a, a very similar game, and if for anyone who knows it, you know, I don't have to explain it. But for anyone who doesn't, uh, you're essentially just you, you choose a class, you are running around in these uh, randomly generated dungeons and you're just killing everything in sight, basically. But it's 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 the, the graphics, they're pixelated graphics, and those are always appealing to me, kind of like almost playing a Super Nintendo game. And you're just, uh, there, there's a lot of item collection that I very much enjoy um, that stacks up and you just be- try to become steadily more powerful as you go through. Uh, if you were to just run straight through the game, it would probably take you about maybe an hour to an hour and a half. But the enjoyable part is it being so ridiculously challenging that you're not going to beat it every time. Like it's you're not expected to. It's not like something where you're if you play for a certain amount of hours, you're going to beat it. Definitely. It's one of those that you may or may not, depending on 
what's randomly generated for you, what items you're able to pick up. And I like that concept because it's always kind of a new game to me, no matter how many times I jump into it. So I don't know if you guys are too familiar with this type of game. Well, it looks like an old Super Nintendo game almost. Yeah. And um, I mean, kind of has some graphics sort of style. I don't know how to say this. Well, they have this like radiating light that comes onto the ground, which is really cool, which I don't think is something you would see back in the day. But um, kind of reminds me of Fury <laughs> in a way from the gameplay. So everything's just going to draw back to Fury. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Fury, Fury is uh, the be all. And this game is only 13 bucks. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, it looks like it came out in July of last year. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know why it still says early access. Well, I guess they haven't oh, that's officially released it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're always that way. Yeah. That's the beauty of early access and also the caveat of early access. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like maybe even the version that you're playing won't be the final version that, you, that it's going to so, be. So. so couldn't you just put like a really shitty game up and be like, oh, oh yeah, it's early access. do that all the time. <laughs> Let's well, guys, yeah, like, guys, I just had an idea. Let's make a game and it's early access all the time. There's never <laughs> a final version, but people will give us their $12 and love it. No, we like, should call I, it like <laughs> we, should, we should do a play on name for like early access. Yeah. <laughs> early access, think, like, Bill. Beginning the game, early access. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was a game that I played a while back. I forgot the name of it. Depth. It was called Depth, actually. That's the name of it. And uh, it was trying to be like a Left 4 Dead, but you are... Scuba oh, the shark you're one? a shark. Yeah, yeah, Shark One. That was a terrible game. That That's early <laughs> access. It had such a good concept because I thought... I was like, that sounds so cool. I can be a shark and like eat people. <laughs> I can be a shark. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was not I mean, pretty good. How, how do you have an early access game like and it's not successful? How, how many people are going to come back? Right. And be like, well, now we fixed it all. You know, it's like, uh, well, it's too late. Like, you, you lost what you were going to gain. Yeah. You lost that audience. Sometimes, like, they they reach for the stars, you know what I mean? Like, the concept is just so beautiful or so amazing. Like, uh, a game that people were surprised were, with was Rust. I don't know if you guys heard of that game. Yes, I have played that. Yeah, like, Rust was just... Uh, the guy who made Gary's Mod made Rust. And he was, just, he was just making a game just for the concept of it. And that got released early in early access, had a lot of uh, ideas behind it, and it was getting updated regularly. And then eventually he was just like, you know what, I don't even like this game anymore. <laughs> and he, he gave up on it. And it's like being like side developed by a side team that he had. Wow. But, he, but he's not touching it anymore. He, he doesn't, he's not a part of it anymore. And That's so crazy. Yeah, it's still they, early access too. Yeah, and it's still in early access because <laughs> there's course. no full development team behind it anymore. There's always been early access. Well, it's kind of like Brawlhalla, how like they're early access and and they've created such a fan base and they're still like adding there's, new things to their early yeah, access games. So, so it's still called early access or it's still in early access? Oh, yeah, it's still in early access. That game feels solid to me. Oh, like that, yeah, game. same here. And it's I, a and very I, complete I, feeling game. I think when they launch it on PS4, which I think is happening at the end of this year. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Go check out our Brawl Holler episode where we have uh, where we have uh, Dan release. Nichols. Dan the Nichols. There there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I'm not the, good with names. The biggest, the biggest error with early access, at least on Steam, is the review act, the review aspect of the games. Like any game you can buy now has a review aspect, mm-hmm. and it has a you know verified purchase a. Mm. Uh, an actual person who's reviewing it who doesn't have it and all this other stuff. So games can show up negatively, even if they're really good. 
And that's sort of like a, a, a shift towards the developers. Like developers don't know how they can't control this aspect of, of steam. And even steam doesn't have the ability to control it anymore. They released it to the public and they're just like, well, shit. I mean, I, know, think that, I think that's good. I mean, it has its positives and its negatives. Exactly. Um, but I think for the most part, most of the games are very are like reviewed and they're like, I guess, review status or uh, I don't know how you want to say it, but um, I mean, I think they hold true to what the game is most but, of the time. Well, in, in that aspect, the, here's where I'm going with it is that Brawlhalla, for example, uh, Brawlhalla, when we first played it, when Joseph and I first played it, we got it really early and there was literally like four characters or less and only one level and there wasn't that much development going on. Like we had gotten uh, really, really early beta codes that they were Man. passing around. At, at QuakeCon, hmm. and um, and then when we played it again with you guys, it was a whole different game. It was a brand new game. Mm-hmm. Like there was so many uh, more diverse characters, and even like different play styles. Before I think it was all only melee, and then now there was like a oh, shooting. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they like, had all those weapons in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, and then uh, that makes no sense why you would put that game at that. Sp- point in time out so early like, right because, what, and, what do you hope to gain yeah and you're kind of leaving yourself open to the attacks like david was saying of exactly. the reviewers and then yeah and for people like me like when i'm looking to purchase a game on steam like reviews are so important like that's the first thing i look at and it's just like if yes. it's mixed or less i'm not gonna even give it a chance yeah exactly yeah so that's sort of the downside of the review system like early access can hurt it even more than they think um, just because the review system is just skewed to too many different types of people. Yeah. It's like, you don't know what one person likes versus another person likes. And, and, but you see a negative review and you're thinking, well, this person likes games at least that we have that in common. So I'm not going to touch this game. So, if, if steam allowed, you know, the developers to reach out to, um, these reviewers and ask their opinion, like, you know, what, what's wrong with it or, you know, what well, did you like? That'd be, that'd be great. Well, they do. Well, some reviewers do, or not reviewers, some um, developers. Uh, developers do. Like, they go the extra mile and they they look at, you know, what the problem of their game is having. Mm-hmm. And they'll have, like, constant form updates. Like, what a lot of people don't know is that Steam is just an actual giant entity that's got this giant community. Like, it's got hubs, forums, all these different things. But people just play games. Like they just buy games and then they play them and that's it. They don't know about the actual forum community. They don't know about the hub community. They don't know about all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So there are developers on there actually talking to the actual people who are constantly playing the game, like who are saying that there's this bug or there's this error. Or this is pissing me off. Like, why is this like that? And they'll yeah. reply. But there are also those trolls who will just write a bad review and you don't get anything out of it, but there it is. There's that blemish on your game that you can't get rid of, and that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So, that, I mean, just that's sort of the downside of the review system. You just got to be careful and, you know, just know what you like. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to revisit this topic in the future as, like, one of our <laughs> discussions. <laughs> we kind of got off of a tangent, but uh, yeah. it was a good tangent. It was a good tangent. Yeah. So I got to finally play Nuka World and for Fallout 4 and it's been quite 
an adventure because I spent about two weeks grinding a new character for like the 20th time to level 30 in order to access the DLC. And I finally beat Far Harbor. So this is kind of a Far Harbor review too. I think Far Harbor ended uh, on a pretty interesting... It was a very satisfying game and the story was well worth the money. And if you haven't played it yet, you should definitely go check it out because there's a lot of like twists and turns and you definitely have the power to like destroy... Um, the well-being of people. <laughs> Destroy the well-being of people. Yeah. It, <laughs> I want to give away too much, but I mean, something comes to light that someone is not, you know, didn't do something very savory. And so you can go to these other people and tell them about it. And um, those consequences can literally destroy everyone on the island. Wow. So it sounds like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I'm watching right now. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Almost the same storyline. Well, screw that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was cool. And, uh, yeah, definitely play that if you haven't already. And then, so Nuka World is very interesting, and I think it's a really good ending to the Fallout 4 DLC. Um, you start out going to this uh, station uh, to get on the subway, and there's this guy's like, oh, my family has been hurt, and the Raiders took them, and you got to hurry and go help them. And and so you just, like, I mean, you just got to go to the store. So you just jump on the train, and you go to Nuka World, and, you know, you... P- come out of this uh, tunnel and you see this vast like expansive lands and hills and mountains and this giant theme park and you finally pull up and and you're thrusted into this maze of death and <laughs> so unexpected uh, have you played Fallout 4? uh huh yeah okay did you guys oh, yeah. ever find the um, what was it the uh, uh, parking garage like three story parking garage where there was a maze of death in there I I don't not I don't think I did no okay oh, yeah I don't think I did. there was one in in uh, the Commonwealth that I I guess they just kind of went off of this or that and so you just go through this maze and just like all this stuff's happening and luckily I took power armor <laughs> I don't think I would survived like nice there's a lot of different stuff and and it, a lot of surprises I know there's this one where I was going up the stairs and they had a trip for. Uh, a grenade hanging and I was like oh shit so I just started running and it's like click 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 oh yeah around the corner <laughs> and just that chain of just <laughs> fire came through <laughs> and I hit this point where there was this door and I almost made it through but there was like a bunch of these explosive canisters and it was just <laughs> I'm fucking dead <laughs> that's awesome that sounds awesome yeah so what's your weapon of choice in Fallout or weapon type of choice in Fallout I use them all you Whatever I have ammo for. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't discriminate. I discriminate heavily when it comes to weaponry. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> I love melee weapons, so I'm always really? carrying around whatever melee weapon. I, I can never find. use melee weapons. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, just not my thing. I'd rather just kill them from afar and I be see. done with I'm it. I'm just so satisfied just getting up in their face, <laughs> just smashing them with a hammer or something. So you must have uh, really liked Dead Island because there was a lot of smashing in the faces in that I, game. I never played Dead Island. He, oh man, he, he never played Dead Island, but he played um Dying Light. the other one. Dying Light? Yeah, Dying Light, which oh, I, I yeah. hated. I didn't play I, it, but I heard... I hated Dying Light. Yeah, yeah. Travis reviewed that one. He said it, he didn't dig it. It is just... Well, I'm a story guy, and that game has a <laughs> stupid story. Yeah. Like, the, the gameplay is so much fun. It's a ton of fun, and it's like four-player co-op also. I think it, it turned into a six-player co-op. You can have, have six players. People. Holy crap. Six people playing with that game. 
but like the game, the actual story is so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue. Did you like that? Well, Did you like the game? I'm trying to remember which one that is. Hold on, refresh my memory. There's there's nighttime the, and there's like scary zombie the, monsters. The parkour zombie one. Remember? Oh where you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, yeah. Yeah, that one was okay. I guess it didn't draw me in enough to actually remember it, so it couldn't have been that good. Right. Oh. Um. So uh, okay. So back to Nuka World. Uh, yeah. So the whole point is. Uh, these raiders pull people in and the whole point of this maze is to just have fun and have a show. It's kind of like a gladiator ring. And so when you get to the very end, you you have to actually fight the boss who's in charge of all these raiders. And so, uh, you end up getting this, I guess it's a spoiler. Okay. I'm going to kind of spoil it. So if you don't listen to this, uh, tune out now, uh, come back in like a minute. So (laughs) this guy who's helping you from the inside gives you a squirt gun. Of water, uh, okay. and so the the boss's uh, shield or like armor is uh, like electrified. So you shoot it, takes down his shield, and you can kill him. Basically, oh, that's interesting. So <laughs> you kill him with a squirt gun, <laughs> um, and so finally you kill this guy because that's the only way to exit this arena. And then turns out um, the second hand or the right hand man of this boss was trying to get him killed, and you become the leader of this. Uh, Raider camp that's in that lives in Nuka World, and so the whole point is trying to get everyone together, or like unite the three factions of this Raider tribe, and you have to clear out the all the little areas of the of the theme park. And I'm still doing that, so that's as far as I got. Nice, yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Like they uh, they have some really interesting bosses. Like I think there's four or five different areas to this park minus the entrance is where all of the fa- uh, like factions are. We have to go clear out these like four or five areas and they're all like themed differently and it's really cool. Mm, what uh, faction are you? Uh, well, you're just, I'm the head leader. I control all the factions. Oh. So I'm the big boss guy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. But they're like, they're like, we're the, well, you go, you go talk to each faction leader and you're like, oh, well, we're the best so you should help us and they give you like quests and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, did, cool. Did you ever play um, New Vegas? Uh, I did uh, briefly. That's like uh, when you become the leader of the Roman. Oh uh, yeah, I heard about thing, that. The, the Caesars. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's sort of like turning. You're technically evil, and at the same time, you're not evil because you can still make good choices. Exactly. Uh, but, but everybody's still like, "Why are you with these people? Like these people." crucify people. <laughs> yeah, so apparently you could take these guys into the commonwealth and attack settlements. So, all the the, the settlements that you made? No. Yeah, I think so cuz there's a I was looking at a mod and it's like <laughs> the worst. Pass uh basically like it lets you pass this one quest where you have to go attack. I think it's probably sanctuary. Like apparently that's a thing where you don't have to actually go and destroy your like main home base i'm just like what the fuck why would they do that like i don't know if you want to be evil i guess there you go the control raiders yeah i mean they they have a whole new cast of people or not a whole new cast but you know like different people and yeah yeah they're all all pretty well rounded i think Um, like companions also yes yes you get some new companions so why should somebody buy this dlc it's well-rounded a lot of a lot of stuff to do i've already put like five hours into it and I'm sure I have like another five hours to go. So, um, bad. a whole new area. Uh, I bought the season pass. So I have no idea. Oh, actually. that's right. Yeah. So, does it feel? Are you satisfied playing through it still, or does it feel like a chore that you have to finish? 
Uh, given that like every time a new DLC came out, I had to restart because I mod a lot and oh. sometimes the mods just don't work. And so I have to do a clean uh-huh. install and I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just start a new character. Cause I don't even know where I was Wait, before you mod like, uh, external mods making the game like prettier and stuff. Oh like yeah. That? Prettier. I do a few like overhauls and stuff like that. Uh, some bug fixes. I, I rarely do that. I'll only do that if I know I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to play all the way through this time. And I never do. Mm. I mean, like, that's yeah. what I do with Skyrim. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put all these mods. <laughs> like, I won't even be able to see the ground. It's going to be so full. There's foliage everywhere. Right. And then I'll Swipe get, like, grass. Exactly. And then I'll get, like, maybe 15 hours in, and then they're like, you're the Jormunder of whatever. And I'm like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> Yeah, the good thing with this is Fallout mods are really easy to install now uh, compared to Skyrim where you had to do a lot of tweaking in the front end before you could even do anything. Um, so, yeah. I, Sa- it's just saying that Austin is obsessed with modding is putting it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I get on, before I get on Fallout, I'll probably look for a mod and throw it in yeah, there. Like, <laughs> wow. You have like the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, the Macho <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Macho Man is coming for you. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that, but I have not installed that. Oh, that's too bad. I know. I need to get back into modding Skyrim. <laughs> All right. Uh, Should we take a break? Um, Do you have anything else? No, I think there's one thing else I wanted to say. Oh. Oh, yeah. So I, I had this revelation about Fallout 4. And looking back at like Fallout 3 and New Vegas, they had such a they had such a great rounded tone throughout the whole game um in the way that the world's presented to you that Fallout 4, I think it really falls short right after you leave the vault. Like, you know, there's this very like, you know, 1940s music theme going around, the way people talk and all that stuff like is really like hashed out like around every corner, especially in Fallout 3. That's the one I played like uh, I beat that cow to death. Um, so this one, like, I feel like they lost it. And I think that was one of the hardest things about this game that I, I kept quitting the game a lot. I didn't beat Fall Far Harbor because I was just like, well, you know, other DLC came out or other games came out. I'd rather play that. And mm. it was just like, man, like, that. I hope they nail it next time, like, hardcore. I, I, think- I bet I'm on the exact same boat. Like, I felt that way very quickly. Yeah. Where it, it felt good to explore before you know what i mean like yeah especially like walking around and then finding a uh like in in fallout 3 finding a new signal on your thing that turned into a vault that you learned that the vault had um like some sort of uh, what's it called? Gas that would make people go insane and stuff like that. You finding that by yourself was so, you know, I don't know. Rewarding. Rewarding, yes. Yeah. And then in Fallout 4, the, everything was so dense that it was just like you would go 10 feet and then you it would be yeah. like, you found 10 different uh, signals. Yeah. Which one do you want to choose? And yeah. it's just like, well, what the shit? Like, let it be you know, at an individual spot for me to choose, not like everything all at once. Yeah. I mean, they really went for this whole like refined, you know, uh, gameplay. I mean, they had the, one of the people who, who did the halo, uh, uh, first person shooter stuff. So like they, they, they changed focus a little bit, which I think was a good thing, but you know, in the end they, they kind of lost yeah. their roots a little bit, but like the gameplay, I think feels solid still. 
Yes, I think no, it was I agree. The, the VAT system, the shooting was definitely better. Um, the melee, like Joseph said, is super satisfying, especially if you get that home run bat, and then mm-hmm. you hear that boo, like you, you, you like launch them like crazy far away, still in slow motion. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that feels super satisfying. Even the talking feels good. But the actual exploration aspect of the game just felt way different and didn't feel as comforting as yeah. New Vegas and three did. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So we'll wait till the next game and see see if they can pull it back together. But uh, yeah, all right. Well, this segment went on way longer than we anticipated, so we're gonna take a break and break. You're listening to the Inner Gamer. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Inner Gamer. Here we have a special guest on today. We are interviewing Brittany Johnson. Brittany, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> we are really excited for this. Um, you've <laughs> been involved in a lot of things, and uh, you are a Fort Worth native, which is where we're from, and that's super I cool. Am. So, um, tell us a little bit, bit a little bit about yourself. What are you into? Uh, what do you do? All that good stuff. <laughs> I, well, gosh, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit of a jack of all trades, but um, I'm most known for my work in video games. Like you might have seen me in Borderlands or you might have played Oxenfree and recognized my voice. But I also do some hosting. And so I'm at all the gaming events, E3 packs, all that type of stuff for different companies and brands and um just you know doing event coverage or on you might see me on youtube doing some videos with some friends or uh hosting for some companies like polaris so i'm kind of a i'm a, a little bit everywhere you make the rounds that's awesome <laughs> sometimes you like video games huh yeah sometimes sometimes i get to play a video game here and there <laughs> <laughs> i would hope so <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> video games are, are tough when you're in the video game industry and actually writing about writing or doing stuff with them. Funny time. Yeah, you'd be surprised them. like how much I I like don't have time to. I like I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna get to play this new game, download it, play like two hours of it, and then I like can't touch it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, when we started this podcast, I was like yeah we get to play all the games now. Like there's a reason to play them, and and slowly it's been like I don't have time to play that game now. Yeah. I, I get about yeah. three hours into a game, and then I'm like, "All right, got to sell it to move on to the next one." Yeah, right. See, see what's see what's up next. Yeah, it's like there's way too much now. <laughs> that is I, my, thing I'm, too. I'm so backlogged. Oh man, do you, do you? I forgot to ask you this before. Do you play PC at all, or do you uh, mainly a console gamer? Mainly, I won't lie. I'm a console gamer. Um, although I am working on my setup so that I can play more PC games. And all right, nice. what are, what are you looking yeah. at? What parts, components? If you know my fan. Well, we're talking like tech here? Yeah, we're talking tech. <laughs> I'm the PC <laughs> guy of the group, so I, I get all excited. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about, I'm not trying to like build a computer or anything. <laughs> I just mean uh, like just get one. a decent, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Well, I have, I have a laptop that like is decent, but like I'm not, oh man, I'm not going to be like. I want the best <laughs> setup to play like the I'm sporting the CPU stream, the most beautiful GPU, world. Yeah. <laughs> world of, yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like I just want a computer good enough that I can play games without it. That's all you need. Gotcha. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um so let, 
Well, that's cool. Uh, when you get a PC, you have to let us know so we can uh, play some games online, maybe some Overwatch if you're into that at all or something like that. We'll oh, yeah. I mean, I like I like Overwatch and I played it on PC before. Sorry, I like stepped outside for a second. Um, and I played it on PC before, but um, when I got it for PlayStation, I'm exceptionally terrible at it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm, I was the same way. <laughs> yeah. Like, way worse than I played on like when I played on PC I was like oh this is gonna be fun I'm actually decent and then I got it on my PlayStation I was like oh my gosh no no one ever in the world will ever see me play this <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who, who's your awesome. favorite character in Overwatch oh uh, or, or you know a top five or whatever I don't know I say I like um okay the meditation dude mm. oh Zenyatta Z- yeah Zenyatta. I love Zenyatta Zenyatta and then I like Widowmaker. Oh yeah, nice. She's cool. She's really powerful. And then Merce, I like Mercy, but I don't play with her because I just like her because she's an angel. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like you. Hey, that's yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just kind of like felt like I could relate. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, she has a really cool look to her. Like I she really does. like her style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I I. I, I was going to say something about cosplay, but then I was like, she's a female and I wouldn't pull off a gender bend of that at yeah, all. Yeah, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. I get that question so much. Who do yeah. not cosplay? Um, so uh, how did you get involved in the gaming industry? And uh, tell us a bit about... Um, well, actually, let, let's, let's, let's go back a little bit. Tell us a bit about what you were into originally and why you shifted into gaming, how you shifted into the gaming because you were you were pursuing something different. Yeah, I mean my oh goodness, my degrees in political science and energy technology. Like I was on a completely different Wow. <laughs> yeah, Texas. <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah, I <laughs> I don't know, I really liked my geology class <laughs> in college and was like, "Man, that'd be cool to work in this industry." But I, I don't want I don't want to take any science or math classes. So I <laughs> went the like business route with it. Um anyways, that was a tangent. Um yeah, I was going into I really like grew up wanting to be a pilot and wanting to work in the government, like counterterrorism and blah 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 and like interview for the FBI and all that stuff. No way. Yeah, and well, how, uh, how, tell us about this interview. Did how how was it? Was it nerve wracking? <laughs> were were people intimidating? Like no, like it's uh, the first round of interviews. It's just like interviewing for any other job, you know, like hey, you go in that? there and they just talk to what you. you do? Yeah. No <laughs> in a dark room being like, what have you done in your past life? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I assume that comes later. <laughs> but um, yeah, I and I just like realized that was just kind of a a, a dream, you know, like a childhood like fantasy to do that. Not that it wasn't possible, but you know, I was like, Oh man, if I'm going to want to have like a family one day or live a normal life, <laughs> this is not the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. um, yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. you, you know what? Not good. That's a little bit of a hard <laughs> job. Yeah. A, little, a little bit. Didn't yeah, make it. Didn't quite make it. Sorry. Sorry guys. It's a little difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, um, 
I, I've always played video games. I just never really thought of, I didn't know anyone in the video game world. I didn't know that it was possible to have a job in the video game world or to even think that what I do now was an option. So I just kind of was going with what the next best thing was. Um, and then in college, I went to a, a friend, saw like a flyer that was like, be in a video game and sent it to me. And it, I mean, it didn't say it on the flyer, but it ended up being for Borderlands. And I went to the audition, even though I've never acted really before. And, uh, and I ended up getting it. And it was all uphill from there. <laughs> all uphill from there. Has it been an uphill journey? It's been a fun journey for sure. Like one that I could never have like foreseen. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, like this stuff, like five, 10 years ago was not even possible. Like how you got into yeah. the gaming industry, you know, how, how people are getting famous off of playing video games is just, just remarkable. Blows my yeah, mind. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's the whole YouTube thing. All, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird that like this is like a, a normal job for people now. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't like what we grew up like knowing. Right. Yeah, I was I was talking to somebody this weekend. I was doing a, a conference for dentists and I went up to somebody, one of the dentist's wives and was like, oh, yeah, I, on the side I do. um a podcast and we do some Twitch streaming and she was like, you Twitch stream? I do too. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> you, what? Like this, this, how? It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. So people, people are starting to, it's starting to get out and out of the, uh, the niche that it's, it started in, which was the gaming industry. Now it's starting yeah. to branch out to well, they have, people, they have, they have eating streams oh, now which blows my mind yeah, have, like what they have like cooking streams like people no, that's cooking cool. yeah that's <laughs> yeah awesome. um yeah i'm like like dj oh that was my espn alert um <laughs> <laughs> oops sorry guys oh, you're good. um yeah i the fact that like djs can go on like what what dead mouse does his his like studio sessions where he he doesn't even talk to the camera. He just has it on while he's working and people are like, he gets like a stupid amount of views. You're like, really? I don't, I don't understand. What is What is your secret? Tell me. <laughs> uh, be a famous DJ. <laughs> that, that helps too. Well, I see some of these like streamers who have like, I don't know, they're playing call of duty or whatever. And they have like, you know, 12,000 people watching them all at once. I'm like, how, how is this happening? Yeah, they're, oh, they're yeah. playing. How do they flock to these people? Yeah, but yeah, DJ, I can. Yeah, I mean that's cool. Um, oh yeah. So you've done a lot of voice acting for, or some voice acting for video games. You've been in movies. Um, if you could be in any video game, what would it be and why? The Final Fantasy VII remake that's coming out. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, I never played Good Final choice. Fantasy. I haven't either. But it looks like a great game. What? You've never played a Final Fantasy? Oh, I, I've played a Final Fantasy. I've never played I that think, one. Hold on, guys. Uh-oh. I think I think I have to like leave right now. I'm Uh-oh. just kidding. <laughs> no. Oh man, she's that doing burn. Burn. I would call oh. myself a gamer and never played a Final Fantasy. Is, is this because oh. I, I almost 
Just stopped kidding. the interview last time we met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is payback. Yeah, we were that. like, you're not on the right team of Pokemon. So this, is, <laughs> yeah. this interview is over. Yeah, right. Yeah. We just, this is a disconnect from the beginning. <laughs> Can I say Mystic has taken over Fort Worth and it really, really upsets me. Yeah. Damn right they did. Pisses me off. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy. I don't know why I never played. I'm not an RPG guy. Let's put it that way. I know yeah. you're a big RPG uh, person. I am yep. not. I'm a racing game person, a first person shooter person. I bring to the table what nobody else brings because nobody plays racing oh. games. And no, so that's no, saying. not at all, ever. <laughs> Gosh. That's why they keep I'm just kidding. Harsh. I'll quit. I know. <laughs> no, I like um, this. I like this. Yeah, get get them, Brittany. <laughs> if, if you haven't yeah, listened to some I, of our other podcasts, we rag on Brett all the time. Oh, so feel free. I, I always, I always step get in. I remember awesome. E three. I had to do coverage of uh, the Microsoft conference, and then they they wanted me to talk about Forza, and I was yeah. like, "You're kidding me, right?" <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, it was so cool." And I'm like. Um, it was a pretty sky. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, not a video gosh, game. That hurts. Hey, they, got, they have the Halo Warthog coming to it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, I'm so pumped. I'm like, <laughs> I cannot wait for that game to come out. Which, on that note, it's coming out. No, it's not next week. Never mind. I thought it was coming out already. Anyway. But you know what's coming out next week? Destiny! Rise of Iron. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> so, tell us about your... Uh, this this just bubbling obsession you have with destiny god that's aggressive to call it an obsession um <laughs> hey it was an obsession with me I'll, I'll, it was an obsession with me at the beginning i only assume that people who still play it now still have that obsession yeah i even though i don't have time to play a lot i feel like i've played it more than a lot of my friends um and it's my baseline game. I don't know. Like, I feel like everyone has their baseline game for some reason to a lot of people. I guess it's been Overwatch. But Destiny for the past two years has been mine. So I'll play a game. Let's say I'm absolutely terrible at it. I'll like try to play Overwatch for an hour and embarrassing, embarrassingly bad. I'll shut it down and play Destiny and make myself feel better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I don't know. I love I love that it has a story, yet it m- makes me feel better about myself about finally being good at some kind of first person shooter. <laughs> um, and the grind, the fact that I can jump on for an hour, grind out some bounties, like have have an end goal and be able to get off and and feel like I accomplished something. <laughs> that that is cool. I'm not really big into the crucible part, but, um, okay. But do you jump in there once in a while? No, but you know what? Um, no, I just don't. (laughs) (laughs) If I I have, if I have a quest, I am, I'm a big story person. And like, that's my, yeah. And even though destiny's story isn't quite, it's not like, it's not big whatsoever yeah. and really that in depth. Like there's still a story there. Right. So, and it, it's starting to come together a little bit more like at, ever since, um, uh, uh, taking King, like they've, they've fixed some oh, things. And I mean, I went back and read a bunch of the grimoire cards, which I hate that you have to go out of the game to read them. But I went yeah. to go read a lot of those. And I was like, there's actually a lot of lore here that I didn't oh my even gosh. know existed. I spent one morning <laughs> this last week um, because I read some like Kotaku article about it, 
but um, the grimoire cards about the last word and the thorn uh, hand cannon yes. and like where the thorn came from and all that. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad yeah. people write articles about that because early on it got really, really pissed off that I had to like go to another website and like dig through the stuff and kind of figure it out myself. I'm like, I don't want to spend that much time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you have to spend so much time in Destiny. I'm a big That's Crucible a guy, so I was in there all the time, just grinding it out, trying to get those marks. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm gonna try to get better at it, and spend more time. It's I know Crucible is just one of those things, just like Call of Duty, that like the more time you spend in it, the better you get. Oh yeah, but um, I guess because there's not really a story there, I just lose interest super quick. Are you uh, playing on PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Nice. So yeah, that's the way to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Rise of it's, Iron. It's not on PC, right? It's not on no, PC. No, it's not. Yeah, not at all. Thank. Huh. Oh, actually, I I wish it was because I'd probably be better. But um, right. that's okay. Um, so next so week, did that. Rise of Iron. It's coming out. Yes. What are you most excited about with Rise of Iron? Um. You know what? Okay. So how we were just talking about crucible. I have just never cared about crucible. And I know there's a lot of people who play destiny who play crucible and just don't care about the campaign. Um, <laughs> and I, I guess it's not really called a campaign, but, um, but I think rise of iron is going to make people get out of their comfort zones a little bit. Cause it brings the story to Who's that? Um, it brings the story to Crucible, and um, uh, and then I think like it'll make people who don't usually play it play it. It'll make people who usually play Crucible kind of dabble into the story and like make them do that for a little bit. So I'm excited because it's going to take me out of my comfort zone and maybe I hope make me enjoy and want to play Crucible more. Yeah. Okay. I need to read up more. I haven't. Yeah, I really haven't. haven't done my homework. I have this Game Informer art or magazine that has like the whole cover story on Rise of Iron, and <laughs> it's been sitting in my room ready to read, and I haven't gone into that page yet. I'm is like, that the this month? Is that this month's was, um, Game it, Informer? It was last, last month. Yeah. yeah, this month is on oh. Horizon Zero Dawn, yes. which is exciting. Oh. That's looking to be a good game. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm in that game informer. I'm a little photo in the corner. Wait, you are? No way. Wait, which I one? Think so. The Horizon's your pay- Yeah, I, I don't know. Look at page five. It's like a photo of all of us from Gearbox Software from out. Quake. Oh, is that on it? Yeah. Which one which one is that right there? That's the old one. Oh my bad. That was one okay. Brett went to <laughs> There it is. They have a really cool <laughs> cover art for the for the new game informer this month. I love Game Informer. Man, like I want to take all of their covers and just like make a collage of it on like one wall or somewhere. It's like a little group picture at Gearbox Software, but um. Oh, nice. Yeah, because you went there when you came down last time. Oh my gosh, Brittany Johnson is in Game Informer. Oh my gosh, I love Game Informer. My mind is blown. Nice. That's cool. With a pretty cool group of people. Heck yeah. So every time you come to Texas, do you come visit them? Um, 
most when I come from work, yes. I mean, there's sometimes when I come to Texas where I just come for like a football game or something. But nice. yeah, but uh, yeah, I like to visit them, especially their new uh, studios there in Frisco are amazing. Are they? Yeah. Can, can you like walk in there at all and just like say hi, or <laughs> do they have? Like super special security that blocks you from doing that. I don't know if we can say this on the podcast or you not. Could, <laughs> you could, I don't think you could just like, they might stop you at the front desk and be yeah. like, well, thank you for coming. But um, <laughs> but there's a really cool coffee shop that's at the bottom called Nirv- Nirvana. Nirvana. Oh, ooh. Um, and it has amazing food and great coffee. And they have board gate, like tabletop games for you to play. And it's like super cool themed coffee shop. And they have like a like shelves with like board games you can buy too, right? Or is that just yeah? Okay, yeah. Okay, I saw that. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, so that's probably as close as you can get to your box. But (laughs) 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 but um, but I recommend going because it's a really cool coffee shop. Like really cool and amazing food. Um. So on back to Destiny a little bit. We keep we keep getting diverted. <laughs> hey, that's that's awesome. That's what we want. We want to we want to get diverted. But I was I was there was a question I was going to ask you. Uh, what character are you, and what light level are you right now? Uh, I am a hunter, a woken hunter. Nice, um, nice. <laughs> there's a YouTube video out there that makes fun of Destiny, and <laughs> and it's like. I'm awoken and I am outspoken. <laughs> oh, is that from Flaskets? Flaskets or something? Yeah. Yeah. I, think I saw so. that. That was amazing. I was like, yeah. <laughs> they captured Destiny so well. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, oh, God damn it. It's yeah. so awoken. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, I'm in my light level. Um, I just did last raid for the first time last week, so my light level has been just barely above three hundred. Oh my god! Just barely, we're not even past three hundred. <laughs> I feel like a yeah. noob. Well, she oh, hasn't playing. Really? You're not even at three hundred. Oh, I haven't gosh, been able to play it that much. <laughs> She's like calling me out every five seconds here. Yeah, well, it's easy to call you out, Brett. <laughs> I know. But I'm, I'm literally only at two thirty four. But yeah. I just like rebought the game like a week ago, two weeks so, ago. No, I don't we, want to say it. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say we got rid of our Destiny games. We were very upset with the game, and we were like, we're done with this oh, game. We're yeah. not going to play it anymore. And then, and then we had a change of heart and yeah. got it back. Our other uh, co-host who isn't here is like, hey, if you guys get this, I'll finally play a game with y'all. And we're like, ah, oh, fine. And here we are. Back <laughs> ready in the grind. I iron. guess. <laughs> I guess I will ugh, if I have to. Yeah. Whatever, you'll love it. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm excited for Rise of Iron. I hope it brings a lot of new stuff. And and that freaking hammer for the Titan looks amazing. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that is cool. We'll see. What What does the hunters get? I don't even know. Oh my gosh, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> but you're about to get really yeah, excited about something. <laughs> <laughs> they I, like, no. <laughs> well, I've just kind of been, you know, I. I haven't. I want to be like surprised. Like when I when I play it, I kind of want to be like in awe of everything that I see and get. So I right. haven't been. I haven't been like reading up on Rise of Iron. I've been. I watched a few videos with like the weird stuff that's been popping up prior to the game's release or mm-hmm. to the DLC's release, because you know they've been doing like the infestations and weird like owl data logs or whatever it is. Um, see, I don't even know what any of this is. Yeah, uh, so I've been doing watching that, but as far as like the 
everything that you get other than the fact that the Gallahorn is back. I really just don't know, and I'm excited to find out when I'm playing. I'm not going to do any like research before I get it. So this is going to be some research I'm going to give you right here for free. Um, <laughs> oh. this, is a, this is a fun fact. Uh, you know the uh, wolves that you've seen in the uh, promotional like screenshots that they have with the dude with the big huge hammer thing? Yeah. Yeah. So those wolves, they actually use the wolf, the wolf from Game of Thrones for motion capture. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, this, it's a it's a real life wolf. It's a real life wolf. Yeah, that they use to uh, to record motion capture for the game. And apparently, that's crazy. I read that uh, this this Rise of Iron is heavily inspired by Game of Thrones. Like that's oh, where they I, got their inspiration from. I heard from. that. Yeah, that makes sense. I heard that that they they took a lot of a lot from Game of Thrones, which is really cool. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? Oh, I'm a huge Game of Thrones Who's fan. Not Who's your favorite character in the in the show? Who's my Um okay, so I refrain from having a favorite character now because they've killed <laughs> off all of my favorite characters. Yeah. That's a, Every time that's I've a had a move. favorite I usually pick one person throughout the season that I'm like super gung ho about and at some point they kill her him. Um and so I've just been like, you know what, I'm gonna stay pretty neutral. Yeah. That's smart. I mean, I I, uh, hopefully I, they don't ever kill Daenerys. She's my favorite. If she does, oh, they're, really not gonna, Take that back. they're not going to kill her. I think Arya, after last season, is my favorite now. She's pretty awesome. Yeah, she's pretty cool. I'm not going to say she's my favorite. She is, but yeah. Daenerys just came in with those dragons at the very end. That was so awesome. That is yeah, really I'd have to say, like, she's the one person I'm, like, super, like, yeah, I hope she, like, takes over the world. Woo! <laughs> um... But then I like refrain from that because I'm like they're gonna tug with my my heartstrings and kill her. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we're almost to the end. We got two seasons left, so that's gonna be it's sad, sad, right? And they're yeah. only what they're only like seven episodes per season. What yeah, is with that? It's so short. So it's gonna move fast. Oh my gosh! Like- I want to ask you guys like. Conspiracy. I don't want to like spoil things for people who haven't. Okay. Spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Tune out now if you don't want to be spoiled. All right, go ahead. Okay. So you know how we just learned that Jon Snow and Daenerys are related? Yes. Yes. Um, but the only person who knows that is Bran. So I've seen like some like like you know like Reddit theories that yeah. Jon Snow and Khaleesi are going to end up like married or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Uh, right. I wouldn't put it past the writers actually. But uh, what yeah. are your thoughts? Like, what what do you think is going to happen when they come over for, to Westeros? Oh man, we had. We, do you think they're going to get along? Do you think a lot of people think also that Jon Snow and Khaleesi aren't going to get along? Like, we we had a huge like prediction episode. I forgot how many episodes back, but it's been a while. But yeah, go, go check out one of our Game of Thrones episodes. But uh, I, I can't even remember now. Yeah, I mean, I I think I, as I've been thinking about what? more as of late, the hard the the hard part is Jon Snow is such a non power leader. Like he doesn't thrive for power in a way. Like he's more of like a, I mean, he kind of wants to get out of it, but he does it for the sake of saving his people or whatever. But Daenerys is like, she's all, yeah, I want the power. Yeah, like I want this. True so Targaryen. Yeah, I almost wonder if she'll come in there and be like. I don't know. Be like, Jon Snow, you're my 
you're my bitch for lack of a better word. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like it's, but I mean, Jon Snow wouldn't do that. Well, it's tough. To I, I think out. there's going to be a like, so Daenerys will come in and take over King's Landing and then Jon Snow is going to be up there having to deal with the White Walkers. And eventually, you know, it's going to be winter fully like everywhere. So like the White Walkers are probably going to take over the North and then push everyone back. I, so I, I, don't, I don't even think are you, that, are you trying to say that there's gonna be like a good versus evil fight because we already know that what's his face jrr whatever his name is i yeah, don't know george, george martin, R. R. martin yeah. doesn't doesn't like that he he hated the way that lord of the or yeah that lord of the rings ended yeah so, <clears throat> so i can't like won't happen it better happen yeah that's all i gotta say Right, I want there to be a lot of um, White Walker action happening. Yeah. Like it needs, they need to be like Last Stand, like King's Landing is like this, the most southern like main city, and and you know just White Walkers descend upon that city, and it's just like, well, we have dragons, <laughs> so that kind of helps. Yeah, and then just you know epic battle. Wait, what if there's like zombie dragons that they pull out? <laughs> oh my god! Well, they're you supposed to have spiders. Who- Spider Man. Oh yeah, from the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know who I think should be like queen of the Iron Throne or whatever it is? That little girl, the little girl who's oh my just gosh, like the yeah. badass ever. Oh. I forgot her name. I remember her but name. But she's either. like. She'd like bring a tear to my eye. I was like, dang girl, I'll, I'll let you lead me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, why, who, where did this girl come from? And why is, she could shut up a room of old men in like two seconds why is yeah why why won't anyone like be like yo this girl she's yeah. gonna be <laughs> yeah if her and daenerys meet up that's either gonna be the greatest like partnership ever or the greatest rivalry ever it'd be awesome yeah Ugh. um yeah. i have a theory that bran is going to travel in time and try to save everybody oh man if they had some tra- time travel that'd be true save everyone from what like uh, White Walkers or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to have more time travel. And I feel like the, the guy who was in the tree, I forget his name now, um, I feel like he was Bran from the future. Since Bran can now go back in time and manipulate people into the present, like, there's something going on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. We'll um, see what happens. Yeah, I just want to see Cersei die. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, she's I want right Cersei now. to I want to see Cersei die. Well, she already used all of her green reign, so that's true. Um, um, Game of Thrones, so oh, good. Cersei. So, <laughs> so back on video games, real quick yeah. here, or kind of, kind of real quick, maybe. Uh, what uh, what kind of games are you most looking forward to this year or next year? Do you have any anything you're just besides Destiny that you're like, I cannot wait for this. I mean, Final Fantasy, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and and the thing is, like, I I hope, I hope, I hope it's it they're gonna deliver on an awesome game um, because I don't know, I don't remember which one, which which one was the one with lightning, um, but it was so disappointing. Um, in my eyes, I know a lot of people yeah. liked it, but I like the how it was so linear. Was I'm not wasn't the biggest fan of that, and uh, and um, they're they're going back to like the the you know, I don't know like I th- so far from what I've played it's been kind of fun, um, but I'm I'm holding my breath. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I, I like the the idea of this whole modern road trippy kind of thing that they tied in there. It's kind of weird, but kind of interesting. But I've heard yeah. mixed feelings about it, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, same like, here. This may be the first Final Fantasy I ever actually. I mean, played. just like teens in the car doing their thing, which I can see a lot of. I mean, teenagers getting you know really gravitating to that. I, <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> like the whole road trip thing is kind of weird to me. Yeah, it, um, is, it is. It is strange for sure. I like the idea of. Um, I don't know. I like that they're doing a film at the Kingsclay film, but I'm most excited for for like the remake of Final Fantasy next year. So I'm just kind of like, all right, let's get through this 15 release, let let it be right. successful, so that they're not too afraid to put out. <laughs> anything else you know let's right. get let's let's jump the gun and just get to the final fantasy 7 remake that's all that i want <laughs> yeah i'm really excited for the remake because i I'd never played a final fantasy and it looks amazing and and it's going to be uh, episodic too so i don't know how that's going to work out yeah that'll oh, be seven yeah yeah the remake yeah yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, it well, I would think since they're like voicing everything in it, like it's too, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be long. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think it's I, they're finally gonna deliver on like everyone's been asking for a Final Fantasy VII remake for so long. They're finally giving it to us. I'm so excited. Yeah, everyone's like it's the best one, but I was like, I, I can't. I just can't play it. I don't, I don't, I it's it is the best one, and you should probably play it before it comes out. But um, you know, it's a little old for me. I I have trouble with dated games, and yeah, yeah, playing like I think it's so funny playing Final like growing up playing Final Fantasy. I had the biggest crush on Cloud, the biggest <laughs> crush on him. Like I seriously was like, I'm going to marry him one day. Um, but. Now I look back, I'm like, oh, he's a block figure. My imagination was just so out there. I was like, he's the most handsome guy ever. And I look back, I'm like, he didn't even have a mouth. <laughs> so speaking on that, growing up, like, uh, did you have a lot of friends that played video games? Or did you ever get picked on for being that one girl? I don't know if, like, you had a lot of friends. No. Hung out with like you know the gamer crowd. I had no friends. <laughs> I had, no, there wasn't really a gamer crowd. I would say like, um, I, I mean, my gaming goes back to way, way, way back um, to when I was growing up. My grandfather and my father kind of are like tech nerds, so they always had like the new technology and whatever. Um, and so I remember like always watching my grandfather play games and then he'd let me play some of the games and then growing up being friends with, I guess I was just always friends with guys. I always had, um, yeah, I like ever, I've always had more guy friends and girlfriends. And so growing up, um, I'd watch them play games or play games myself. And my parents always let me have a console. So I always had games to play. It was kind of, I was, I've always been a weird kid and I've always kind of stuck to my like own. And I wouldn't say I was ever like bullied or I wasn't like antisocial. I was just kind of like, I always did my own thing. So I'd like go home and play video games and stay up late and whatever. Nice. I never like did the whole like, partying with my friends or like going to the mall with them and like <laughs> just like eh, that, was, that, was, that was me too I, I used to spend a lot of time playing video games in high school and then yeah. on into college a little bit and then like late in college like um, I was like I'm antisocial 
soft no junior year was when I was like, oh man, I'm gonna go out and party all the time for a little bit, and then I still do that, <laughs> but not as crazy as I did. But yeah, high school I was all about. I was I was actually learning how to make websites back then, but I was playing a lot of video games, Call of Duty specifically, back when it was good. And uh, <laughs> I played a lot of World of Warcraft in, in high oh school. High school, that no was way. my thing. Yeah, it, um, I, I did too. <laughs> it sucked all my money and all my soul. <laughs> all your high school money. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. I in college, I guess that's whenever I stopped playing so many video games. Mm. It was more just like a you know, my, if my boyfriends were boyfriend uh, <laughs> was playing it and um or if my guy friends like played anything except all they wanted to play was like fifa and i was like cool this is fun for like one day right. um <laughs> uh i would play with them or watch i like to watch people play games a lot um that was fun but never i didn't really get back into gaming until after college when i started working and gaming again right so, so yeah awesome. who was who your main character on wow uh it was like an undead undead thing undead warlock nice it was a really long time ago it, it is, it is. <laughs> i do remember being undead though yeah you gotta block those memories out of your mind yeah <laughs> i think a lot of yeah. people lost some of their souls to that oh my game. gosh it was so embarrassing because like <laughs> warcraft was such a big thing at pax because of Legion, and so and they're like, we want to get B-roll of you playing World of Warcraft. I like, went up and like stood up next to the computer. It was like, God, I like haven't played in so long. I don't remember <laughs> what button does what, and so I just like sat there pressing buttons, acting like I knew what I was doing. I was nice. like, God, just please. All these flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like flashbacks of actually playing. <laughs> There's see that that like gif of that dog where like someone puts like a bowl of ice cream in front of him or something and he's just like eyes go wide and it's just like PTSD is what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. That's what I imagine. That's that's it. yeah, that was exactly me like stand, standing up to the computer. It's like don't touch it, you'll get addicted again. Don't do it, don't do it. Brittany, are you okay? No. Yeah. No, no. Not even <laughs> Um So you went you went to Pax West, you said? Yeah, I tell did. us about it. How, how was it? Did you play any cool games or anything worth talking it was about? Co- <clears throat> Unfortunately, actually, I didn't get to play Destiny, which was what I was most excited about. But um, <laughs> didn't work because I was there working so much, and uh, and I was there to focus on indie games, which was actually really cool. Um, I played this game called Astroneer, which I, I don't want to say is my favorite because they were all like really fun games but um it's pretty it's like what no man's sky tried to be yeah that's what i was i sent sent them to our we have a slack channel i sent it to them the day that i found out about that game and i was like holy shit guys this is this yeah, is what it, we were wanting it, it looks amazing i cannot wait to play that but game. you played it so yeah. how what was it like I, it was really cool um like it's kind of i mean i'm glad i had someone there to explain to me like what to do if it was just me doing it it would it would take a little bit longer for me to like fidget with things and figure out what i was doing um where no man's sky it was kind of easier to jump into it but once you started doing that and like the music is beautiful and um like the art's beautiful i just i think it's a better game you'd have to worry about sentinels killing you every two oh, seconds I hate those yeah, things. that was stupid 
Yeah. Um, so what is the motivation in this game? Like what motivates you to keep on going in Astroneer? Like, no I mean, it's the same. It's nothing, but it's just like the, yeah, it's the same. It's, okay. it's, I don't want to say nothing, but it's, it's right, right. you know, it's the same. It's that, um, you're just there to like kind of grind out, like build things and, and do you collect resources and stuff like the same? Yeah. yeah. No Man's Sky? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That same thing. Okay. I think huh. it just adds to it that you can just, you know, create paths and tunnels and carve out whatever you want. And, yeah, you know, I like the... Make it make it your own. The way that was set up, yeah. that was nice. Um, and it just looks like it has more style. The world has... It was more stylistic than... Oh, yeah. No Man's Sky, which, we're, well, yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of... It's more... There's more art to it and, like, less trying to be, like, realistic. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's supposed to be, like, they don't use any lines or... No shapes or so I forgot what it was, but the way that they actually made it just, just I don't know, it adds to the whole uniqueness of it mm-hmm. for like yeah. the polygons yeah. or whatever. I can't remember the low poly, the, the low poly. <laughs> yeah. uh, those who are and listening then, uh, know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we, we we did a podcast about what we were trying to formulate around like low poly gaming, <laughs> which was like trying to define that was interesting. I don't know. Any, anyway, funny. yeah, <laughs> but. uh Cool. So, anything else at PAX that you were like really excited about, indie game wise? Um, there are. You know, I mean, I got to meet the the devs behind um, Dead by Daylight, which was really cool. Nice. Um, they're just fun. Like indie games are like the developers are just fun. They have a lot of personality. They're not just like PR robots. Um, they. And I played one. I got to see footage from Meg Nine, which is really cool. I think it's going to have a really cool story. Um, it's an interesting twist because you're not like walking around. You're you're in a vehicle, so maybe you'll like that game. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I'm down with that. It's not racing, but you know. <laughs> uh, and I'm trying to think. Oh, Battle Crusaders. I liked Battle Crusaders. Uh, but that's more of my type of gaming. It's like the RPG turn-based fighting. Um, super old-school nerdy game for me. Uh, that was that kind of played true to my heart right there. And uh, and I, I kind of... I think I probably spent the most time playing that game. Okay. All right. I'm excited about that. I'll have to look up some of these games later on. Give them a, <laughs> I know. Give them a look. It would have been yeah, awesome if we were actually there. <laughs> what? If we were actually there. If we're actually, yeah, I know. We, yeah. we were trying to get to go there and it, it didn't work out. So yeah. um, next year. Next time. Yeah. Next time. Yeah, do Pack South. Pack South is awesome. Oh, we're gonna go did, to you, did you go to Pack South last year? Or this year? I didn't go last year. I went to the year before. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, next year. The first year, the first year they did it. And we'll, Apparently, we'll it's up. gotten pretty big yeah. since it first started. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I liked it when it first started because it was smaller and intimate, and like not the huge lines or crowds. But I can, yeah. I, I knew, I knew that was gonna turn around. Yeah, there, there weren't too many lines except for Dreadnought and VR. All the VR stuff, like there's lines everywhere. Yeah, everyone, everyone wants to try out the Nautilus Rift. Yeah. The Nautilus Rift. <laughs> Did you get to try oh, that? Man. 
No, I saw it was there, um, and did I'm you, sure I could have, but did you want I to? don't know. I didn't. I don't know that I want to like smell farts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it. Yeah, that's. I'm Ooh. surprised. Well, uh, that's not. Although I'm going to play the crap out of that game. Like oh, I yeah. love, I love, I loved Stick of Truth so much. Me too. So how how do you feel that there's only like two more seasons left of South Park, and then the it, creators are done? South Park's over forever oh that sucks i that mean it really hurts my soul yeah i just like there's never gonna be anything like south park um never i don't know that's it, sad i mean i can't I, i'll be honest and say like i don't watch every single south park that comes out um but it is sad to know that like something as like amazing yeah. as south park won't be around anymore did oh, yeah. you see the sad news that the fractured butthole was delayed to 2017 I did. I did not see that. Yeah. But that, that means that I have more time to play Rise of Iron and uh, Final Fantasy. True. True. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not like, when I hear delays, I'm like, oh man. But then that then it's a sign means I, like, I'm like, not going to be, yeah. <laughs> I have more time before I like, my, my backlog list gets even larger. Right. And then <laughs> and there'll be a better game when it comes out. So win-win. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. I like, Everyone gets so mad when games are delayed, but I'm like, honestly, if they would have put out a game, whatever it is that they felt the need to delay it and fix, you would have been complaining about, and then you would have been like, this is a shit game. <laughs> exactly. So, so quit complaining, <laughs> be happy that they're delaying it so they, that, that you will be happy and, and go play something else for now. Well, it's the worst when like they delay it several, so like several times, like months and months, and then it comes out and still shit. And you're just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's what's the one that's coming up that everyone's like super up in arms about? Like fatal, fatal, fatal. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, uh, dang it! It's on the tip of my tongue. It's a PS4 exclusive. Um, yeah, and it's like been in development for like seven years. Everyone's oh, like, God, fatal. that's not. That's yeah. not wait, uh, uh, it's not uh, fatal. Gosh, wow! Uh, I know it just got delayed again. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 The, yeah. the it, big, like, huge, hairy thingy and the little kid. <laughs> sure. <terrible> description. <laughs> sure. Um, we are sure. bad gamers. <laughs> Why can I not right? think of this? Everyone listening is like yelling at their. <laughs> they're like, "How do they not know?" Oh, I know they're yelling at their wherever. They're, yeah, the last guardian. Bam. There we go. Okay. Last guardian. And yeah, why did I think it was like fatal something? Okay. Fatal fail. Um, it's, it's fatally sad that it got delayed. I exactly. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, so there you go. That one. So apparently this game's been in development for 10 years now. No. Wow. It might I mean, been. when it comes out, it better like change the world. No, it's it not. Better be, like, it's going to yeah. be an awful game. I, I think it's going to be all right, but it's going to be like the way the what? gameplay for it when it first was supposed to come out is going to be dated now, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's why they keep putting it back. They're like, shit, we got to change the art style and everything now, too. Everything. It's like when Borderlands, when Borderlands first came out, uh, when they first started working on it, it was a completely different art. Yes, I saw that. I was very disappointed when I saw the new stuff. And I was like, why did they change it now? It looks like shit. Blah, blah, blah. And then I played it and it was like, okay, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember them showing me they were like this is what it used to look like and this is what it looks like now and i'm like why why um but you know i think if it i think if it wasn't what it is now i mean people still would have loved it but 
it wouldn't be what it is. Like it wouldn't be Borderlands. Yeah, yeah exactly. That that's just unique style, which I think it was the first of its kind, technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely was. Yeah, and, yeah. Coming out, out, it was amazing. All right, so we are going <laughs> to kind of bring this to a close here, so we can get on with our lovely days, football, all that football. Stuff. football. <laughs> um, yeah. So do you have any current projects you're working on you can tell us about that you're excited about or um, anything like that? Um, hmm. Or is it one of those things where you'd have to kill us if you told us? Well, the problem is the few things that I, the few things that I'm, um, auditioning for like in the being considered for right now are under code name so even if i knew what it was myself <laughs> yeah i like i don't even know i like i have an idea of what they are and a lot of times when they do code names they're um original ips but like with with big developers oh, okay. yeah um but so I kind of just have to take like context clues from, from the scripts of, so for what I think it is, but um, yeah, there's, there's nothing in, in name that I can say, I guess right now, just, I would say if you want to keep up with what I'm doing, just you just have to follow me on social media and um, watch me on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So where can people find you online? Um, Twitter, I am at Brittany Johnson, B-R-I-T-A-N-N-I, Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N. Um, I'm also that on Instagram. Um, I do try to stream and I will try to stream some, um, Destiny stuff when it comes out next week. I, but forewarning, I, I do the PS4 share in the meantime of trying to put together like a proper stream. So don't get mad at me. It's also out of like casualness of wanting to play and not like ruin it for myself um but i do it under the name of beige mode which is my psn b-e-e-j mode it's like i thought it was funny when i did it because it was like beast mode but just not that cool um but <laughs> hey, then, you, you, tried, know, you tried yeah but you know the internet's the internet and they're like beige mode and i'm like yeah. god you guys suck <laughs> um <laughs> so i'm in the process of getting that changed but my you could play with me too if you like add me on PSN under beach mode. And, um, yeah. And then I'm on Polaris every week at the Polaris channel on YouTube uh, doing the daily bite. Um, and then I, anything up, anything coming up, you can, I'll always post it on my social media. So you'll, so you'll be in the know. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Brittany, we really appreciate you coming on our podcast. This has been awesome. And I love all the tangents we got on here. It was was pretty pretty cool. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we, we're going to play some Destiny together. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, except, yeah, except yeah. You're going to be like laughing. You're going to have to like time. level us up. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, you have some catching up to do before Tuesday, but uh, I'll definitely play with you. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, we'll friend you on, online. Well, thanks, okay, cool. a, thanks again. And uh, yeah, go go check out some football. And uh, who, who are you most excited to see today? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Everybody. So I'm really hardcore into fantasy football, so it's not just like one team that I really follow. Yeah. But my team, my teams that I teams, and I'll say teams, I love the Steelers. I like the Giants. Um, but I am the problem is my favorite quarterback is Andy Dalton because I went to school with him. Yeah. Um, 
but it's the Steelers versus the Bengals today. So I'm uh, like, I have, I'm, it's a hard, it's a rough, it's rough. So either way, you'll be excited. <laughs> Whoever wins, you'll be like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's so early in the season. It's not, you know, it's not something I'm like, right. oh, the rest of the season's ruined for them. I'm like, no, nah, you know, whatever this game is, it really won't count. So <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, Thanks again. We appreciate it. And uh, until next time. Yeah. Until next time. Thank you, guys. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are back here with uh, Joe and David from Nerd Sloth. Um, welcome back, guys. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, we're about to wrap up the podcast, but we wanted to throw in there. We have too much news and stuff to talk about. So we're like cutting that out this week. So if you want to hear about the news, go to our Facebook or Twitter page. It's all on there. Um, Thanks again. I mean, if you guys want us to live stream us talking about news, we can do that too. So just, you know, leave a comment or send us an email. Yeah, you can do that as well. Um, Real quick, next week, we got some upcoming video games in the works. Um one actually i'm going to run through the uh ones that are not as crucial and then go to the bigger ones so nba 2k 17 who's excited about that it's coming out on on the 20th daryl is i can hear him screaming from all the way. <laughs> yeah in la no, it's not nba be. jam i don't care i know man <laughs> i miss those games um then we got warhammer 40k eternal crusade for the pc coming out on september 23rd awesome. um batman episode two children of arkham for everything it's coming out september 20th so we'll be able to continue our talk about that episode two um and last but not least we have destiny rise of iron is coming out for xbox and ps4 on september 20th the long-awaited expansion ye no forza horizon 3 my goodness that's the game i'm excited for wait is that coming out next week did i miss that how the hell did i miss that friday that's what i thought but i was like because i'm really excited about that game too holy shit you oh. don't have an Xbox. You're not excited about it at all. No, I, have, I, have, <laughs> I, have, I have an Xbox. Or luckily have an Xbox. Wait. Yeah. Okay. How did I miss that? September 27th. I think you're right. Oh my so god. September 27th. Oh no no. So it comes out. That comes out on a uh, next Tuesday. Next Friday, 23rd. <laughs> it says 27th here. What the heck? Did they change yeah, it? Yeah, well, it's uh, early release for the 23rd. It got mm. released earlier. Gotcha. Well, okay. So it is changed. They changed it. They're bringing it out on the 23rd, I guess. So there we go. Forza Horizon 3. I can't yep. wait. No, I want that game really bad. Like, I'm going to play that. No, you're not. For hours. <laughs> <laughs> Calling them out. No, man. I'm I the like biggest that. racing game fan in this podcast. I've played he, he's every the only racing possible racing fan game. This podcast. Only, yeah. I played a lot of Forza Horizon 2. It was fantastic. I love that game, yeah. It was so still good. Played. I played every Need for Speed that's ever existed. I've yeah, all this burnout. Oh my gosh. If these cars don't throw shells or something, or I can't get star power, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Just done. Uh, well, they do have the Warthog in this one, so that's cool. Yeah, but oh. you can't get Master Chief on the back and shoot your enemies. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that would be just ridiculous. Yeah. So that's the games coming out. Uh, are you guys excited about Destiny Rise of Iron? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have the game. I might as well be excited, I guess. Still never played it. I'll be you excited. Destiny? You're lucky. Mm. Man. You got you to gotta use that link, Joseph. Use that link I so know. that you and I can get free stuff. And then, <laughs> free stuff. And then yeah. you can stop playing. As <laughs> soon as I get the free stuff, you can stop playing. Man. <laughs> yeah. and You'll be out 60 bucks, but you can stop playing. Yep. It's, it's 40 bucks right now. 
No, okay. what a deal. Not too shabby. Not too mm-hmm. shabby at all. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's what we got. Uh, that wraps up this podcast. We are done. Yeah, we'd like to thank Brittany Johnson for coming on. She was awesome. Hopefully we have her back in the future, and maybe she'll stream with us a few times. Uh, some more Destiny. Mm-hmm. Destiny yeah. stream. She's pretty pumped about that. And uh, thanks again to Nerdsloth, Joe and David, for coming on the podcast. It's been awesome to have you guys here. Yeah, guys, thanks yeah. for having us. So thank you. You'll be back. Do yeah. Yeah. Um, so, where can people find you guys online? <laughs> is that a, wait? wait I, I didn't. I didn't hear. I, I, didn't I was just waiting it. for David to say something. You said something. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll be. I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Back? I was like, yeah. you gonna be back? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, where can people find you guys online? Uh, really, it's really simple. Actually, just NerdSloth Anything. The only place that it's just not at NerdSloth or NerdSloth.com is on Instagram, which is nerd underscore sloth because uh, somebody took NerdSloth and then doesn't use the account. I hate that. Is that. The worst. Well, that's like with Twitter. Like we, I've I've been trying to buy at the Inner Gamer on Twitter from mm-hmm. this guy who hasn't touched his account in two years. And yeah. He just happened to jump on just to say, "Oh yeah, I'll sell it to you." Because I was like, "Well, maybe if I give him like fifty bucks, he'll give it to me." Freaking asshole hasn't come back to me yet. Oh man! So if you're listening to this, like, I don't, I don't want fifty dollars. I want a million. Uh, one million bucks for the inner gamer. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Why is he sound like that? Inner <laughs> 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 Damn Texas. Uh, so yeah, if anybody has any questions, you can email us at hello at theinnergamer.net. You can also find us online by going to theinnergamer.net and checking out all of our social channels on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, and we have a Patreon that we just launched last week. If you guys like our content that we put out, please donate. You can sign up for a dollar a month, uh, $5 a month, and we'll give you some cool stuff. We even have a Discord channel. If you go past, I think, 15 or 20 bucks, you get automatic ass- access to our Discord channel so you can talk and hang out with us. Asses. <laughs> automatic automatic asses. asses. If you go yeah. over a certain amount, I'll give you automatic ass. All right. <laughs> Oh, that's awkward. Uh, if you like what you hear, leave us a review on iTunes or tell a friend. We'll be back next week with more talk on hopefully news that time, reviews, opinions, discussions on video games. My name is Brian Oski. I'm Austin Morales. Joseph Lambert. I'm David Baron. And you've been listening to The, the Inner Gamer. The Inner Gamer. Was I late? Bow, 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 this whole bow, podcast bow, has been bow, ruined. Bow, bow. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. On the flip, flip, flippity flip. Don't listen to Brett. Flip, 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 flip. I can't wait till Darren gets back. (laughs) 